3: Mike? Give me a mic.
0: Thank you. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen?
4: This is The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And welcome to a Saturday Cartoon Edition, that's right, a cartoon alternative edition of the Riley and Kimmy Show, episode number 1180, and my very own cartoon is right next to me.
1: Janet, I got one thing, Janet. Hello everybody, hello everybody, 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 everybody.
4: <laughs> hi. Hi, I am your host, Patrick Riley.
2: Quite a good scene, isn't it? One man crazy... Three very same spectators.
4: That's right, three of them, right here in the on-air studio with me. Two of them behind me on on their fur bed. That's the uh, fur kids. And Kimmy, right to my side, my left side. Hello, Kimmy. Hello. But you actually should be on my right side because you are my right hand, you know. So, uh, but but you're on my left side right now. Yes, I am. But that's okay. That's, that's way, okay. That's the way it works here in our studio because that's the way you constructed the studio, Kimmy. You are. I a did. Fun- no, actually, I did. Okay, moving over. This is not of my construction. What are you – Are you? did I do a bad job? Do you remember the original studio that we yeah, had? Yeah, I do. And is this better than the original yes, studio? Yes, it is. This is better than the Alpha studio, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So do you want to go back to the no, Alpha? No, and, no. And, okay. You sure you don't want to go back to Alpha? Yeah. All right. All right I'm just making sure, you know, because that is the backup studio. No, that's okay. Uh, you, okay. I'm just making sure. Uh, by the way, Kimmy, taking a look at the calendar here, we are we are just one week away from being at pause on the Catwalk in Melbourne, Florida at the Melbourne Auditorium. Mm-hmm. Just one week away, we'll be part of an event with the Brevard Humane Society, our very good friend, and he is a superhero, will be there. That is whom, Kimmy? That's Tug. That's right. Tug the Bull Terrier Puppy will be there making an, a guest appearance. His parents will be there. Blake... And Kim Joy Ovard will be there. Talk comic books, too. And by the way, Brevard Humane Society has this big event going on. There's an adoption happening and fashion show. And there's items there for dogs and your, your pets. And you can find out more by listening to an interview we had with the executive director of the Brevard Humane Society. That's Teresa Clifton. We have that on episode number 1100. And seventy-seven. You can also find out more by going right to their website, org. Check them out. We hope to see you. That is next Saturday, starting at ten o'clock.
3: You know what I think we should do?
4: What um, what should we do?
3: I think we should all just turn our clocks one hour ahead and get there quicker. Well, you do we, that this weekend. Yeah,
4: that's a let's all do that. That's that's your idea. That's my idea. You're saying the entire nation. Mm-hmm. Should churn those clocks. I had one hour. Yeah, just mm. so we can get there quicker. Just, just so we can see Tug faster. Yeah. So, yeah. do you think we can make that happen throughout the entire country? Everybody, just to spring forward, it's, if you will.
3: It's worth a try.
4: You know that might be a good phrase too. Spring forward.
3: I think that sounds uh, pretty it's, catchy.
4: It's, it's, yeah, it's going to get you there. So spring forward. You know, be be a rebel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. take a stance. Mm -hmm. You know, I think maybe I will do that myself. Oh, I'm going to choose to do it Sunday morning at about 2 a.m. Okay. How's that? That sounds good. Because that won't affect anything really. It won't affect anything then. Except remember, if you do this, to adjust your DVRs (laughs) accordingly. Oh, yes. uh uh, I have. We've to. learned that, haven't we? Yes, we're supernatural. Oh, forgot to change the clock. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. yeah. That that has happened in the past. So if you join us in this rebellion, uh, make sure you adjust your clocks accordingly. That's right. Okay, that's a good idea, Kimmy. That's a really good idea. Thank you. And by the way, you can find out more about Tug. We have a, a video with Tug's father and Tug himself. He's there too. Or he talks about Tug's history and how he became a superhero and all that kind of stuff. It's available right on our website at rileyandkimmy.com in the video section. And also, uh, be sure to follow Tug and his adventures. They are on Facebook as well. And get ready to uh, see Tug this coming weekend. Can't wait, can you, Kimmy? Mm hmm. And Kimmy, I have a question for you on this Saturday, this cartoon kind of day. Are you able, willing, and uh, capable of playing nerd and pop culture geek trivia? Let's give it a shot. <laughs> is a saturday march 11th we're going to be asking kimmy some questions from uh the uh, pop culture trivia list that we've compiled now we have jumbled up the timeline it's not in chronological orders feel free to help out kimmy you in the future you are our future right now uh you can go get your answers right through the time tunnel if, we, if you will we believe there's a time tunnel vortex that happens it opens right up and kimmy's Right there, ready to receive your answer. So shout at your laptop, your smartphone, your tablet, or desktop. Whatever computing device you listen to The Riley and Kimmy Show on, because we are we're mobile and global. You can hear us all over planet Earth. Earth. That's true. I'm serious. By the way, thank you for choosing a place for pop culture escapism. We offer a brand new daily variety show, and we will prove just how much variety we are and we offer with... Uh, this whole show here and what we conclude the show with so stick with us because variety is the key right Kimmy that's right variety is the key right yes okay here we go it's Saturday March 11th Kimmy get more of these right than wrong I will give you the breakfast of your choice or dinner or lunch whatever you like for a Saturday here we go very first question is pop culture based it's actually clothing based might have been something you wore at one time If you will admit it or not. It was on this date in history Levi Strauss started selling bell-bottom jeans. Question for you is, what year did this happen? Was it 1966, 1969, 1970, or 1971? 1971. It was 1969 when the bell-bottoms went on sale for the first time. Now, considering you are a very fashion-conscious individual... You were a trendsetter. Did <laughs> did you wear bell bottom jeans, Kimmy? No, never. Mm-mm. But you did wear those beautiful corduroy jeans. So you opted for the corduroys over the bell bottoms, right? Mm. <laughs> she does what I have pictures of the bell bottom. I mean, of the corduroy jeans. Mm. So be nice to me, Kimmy, mm-hmm. or they will make it to our Facebook page. Yeah, they just might be nice. I'm I'm holding like like you didn't wear them. I never wore bell-bottoms. Like you didn't wear corduroys. I never wore corduroys. (laughs) Sure. I never wore those. I never had those things. Mm -hmm. Never had that. Nor a lure shirt, ever. Sure. No. Or turtlenecks. never had those either. It was on his date in history. Listen carefully. 1930 is the year. It is a sports question we have for you, Kimmy. Pay attention here. Here we go. Now, the question we have... This player signed a two-year contract with the New York Yankees for a sum of $80,000. The year, 1930. Tell me the name of the player.
3: Mickey Mantle?
4: No. Babe Ruth? Is that your final answer? Mm -hmm. You're correct, Babe Ruth. (laughs) 1930, $80,000. Mickey Mantle was later. That's right, Kimmy. I'm glad you're following along on the show quite well. Here we go. Now, listen carefully. You're going to have to fill in some blanks here. It was on this date in history, Mary Shelley's novel, subtitled The Modern Prometheus, is published, but it has another name. Its main name, what is it called?
3: Frankenstein.
4: That is right, Kimmy. Frankenstein was published on this date. Give me the year. Was it 1818, 1858, 1888, or 1898? 1858. It was 1818 that that was first published. It was on this date, 1302, Kimmy. 1302. The characters Romeo and whom were married according to the author of a play Juliet. That's correct. And who was the author of the play? William Shakespeare. Have you ever seen that?
3: Yes, I have.
4: As a play or as a film? As a film. Oh, they loaded up the whole busload and took you to the theater to see Romeo and Juliet. That's right. Did you stay and watch Romeo and Juliet? Yeah. You didn't skip out? No. What was wrong with you? (laughs) I I was a good student. I would have never done that. No, no, I wouldn't have. No, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have escaped. No, that wouldn't have been me. No, no, wouldn't have done that. It was on this date in 1901 US Steel was formed when industrialist JP Morgan purchased Carnegie Steel Corporation. That event made Andrew Carnegie the world's richest man. It was on the, and then he would go to build libraries and stuff, remember? It was on this date in 1904, after 30 years of drilling, the North Tunnel under the Hudson River was holed through. The link between Jersey City, New Jersey, and New York, New York happened. That's 1904. It was on this date, Kimmy. Paul McCartney was knighted by Queen Elizabeth II. Give me the year. Was it 1969, 1975, 1986, or 1997?
3: 1997.
4: It was 1997, is exactly right. Is he the only Beatle to be knighted? Yes. That's correct. Now, rumor, gossip, has that George Harrison was offered it in 2000 and declined it because McCartney got it before he did. Mm. But I don't know if that's true. It's not one of these really valid, you know, really strong sources. More gossipy kind of thing. Mm. 1930 saw United States President Howard Taft become the first United States president to be buried in the National Cemetery in Arlington, Virginia. 1947, the Dumont Network aired movies for Small Fry. It was a network television's uh, first successful children's program. That's 1947. On this date, Kimmy, 1969, Motown bought the rights or actually bought out the contract for this recording group. They bought them out from Steeltown. That was a recording company. Tell me the name of the group. Here is your audio clue. Yeah, baby. Tell me the name of that group, Kimmy. Jackson 5. That's right, 1969. So on this date, 1986, Popsicle announced its plans to end the traditional twin stick frozen treat. They decided just to go to a one stick model.
3: That was a good decision.
4: You d- oh, you didn't like the dual sticks. No. Why? I don't know. You didn't like the dual. Well, you're going to have two anyway, <laughs> right? So they're right there ready for you. Yeah. Oh, Kimmy... So you didn't protest when they went to uh, one stick. No. And then you know what? When you had to two sticks, at least you could build. You, you had things to build. You were able to accumulate more sticks to build things. Well, just get two popsicles. That takes that takes effort. You got to run back to the freezer. <laughs> See this? It had it right there in your hands. It was innovative, and then it went away. I think you can still find those two sticks. I think other companies mm. still. I'm not sure because I cannot have popsicles. I that's not. Something in my diet. It was on this date in history, 1991. This recording artist signed a deal with Virgin Records for two albums worth $50 million. Here's something from one year before that. Identify who the recording artist is. Who is that, Kimmy? Janet Jackson. All right. Next question for you is, was that a number one hit or not? Yes. that was. Pop charts. Not just R&B. It was number one. It was on this date in 2015, the Texas state legislature named Phil Collins, yes, the guy from Genesis, as an honorary Texan. Now, they did this as a thank you to him for donating his expansive collection of Alamo and Texas Revolution-related artifacts to the Alamo. Hmm. That's in 2015. I actually find it kind of interesting that that was something he was collecting. Yeah. When when you actually think about that. Moving over to Celebrity Birthdays. This individual, well, he, he was on his own. He did not start out on his own. He was part of a comedy group, and then he went off on his own, and then he returned to the comedy group. That is what he is really known for to this day. Tell me the name of the comedy group he is part of. Is uh, the group, or what is the name of the group? The Three Stooges. That's right. And I have a feeling you did not like the Three Stooges. No. Why? I can't believe that. Well, anyhow, this is Shemp, Kimmy. Okay. Born on this date in 1895. He was part of the original Three Stooges from 1923 to 1932. He was pre-film. He did the vaudeville circuit with them. And when the filming started to occur, the, the film shorts, his brother took over, Curly. And Curly was part of the group until he had a stroke. And then Shemp, who had been acting on his own and doing comedy on his own and doing quite well, came back to cover for his brother. And what's interesting, a lot of people will compare when they see things. They think, well, you know, he's just stealing from Curly. But he was doing those bits, those sketches, years before the films. And Curly, very young, Jerome, watched those and learned to mimic him. Hmm. And they're in one film, they are actually all four together for a brief moment. It was right. right after Curly's uh, stroke. And Shemp was part of the group until his death in 1955 at the age of 60. Next person having a birthday was a television personality and also part of the music world. See so if you can identify who this birthday person is. Kimmy, I'm going to play one of their big hits. See if you can identify who it is. This Toe Tapper was number one in 1960, Kimmy, and that's on the pop charts, the Hot 100, and was number 10 on R&B. Almost feels like you're trapped in the elevator to Hades with that one, doesn't it? A little hmm. bit. Okay. A- any clue who that is? I haven't the faintest Okay. This idea. individual also tried, well, they charted with a lot of things. Uh, the next one, they tried to cash in on the the hot television program that was uh, on CBS at the time. And they did their version. It did break, amazingly, the the hot 100, charting at a peak of number 55 in 1961. See if you can <laughs> do See if you can identify the TV show. I don't know if you can. Of uh, This is their cover version of a hot TV show. <laughs> Can Kimmy rescue us from this TV theme? Can you tell me the name of the TV show? Family Affair? No. I'll, I'll give you some clues Uncle Charlie, Robbie. Oh,
3: my three sons.
4: Yes, this is their version of My Three Sons. Yeah, it uh, peaked at number 55. Kimmy, any idea on the name of this group? No. Or this person Mm -hmm. who's having a birthday? Well, here is your final clue. This is the theme to their TV show. Tell me the moment you know who it is. Lawrence (laughs) Welk? Yes. Yes, that's uh, who did those, uh, the theme from... uh, the cover version of My Three Sons from 1961 and Calcutta. 1960 was the uh, the big number one hit for Lawrence Welk, who was born on this date, 1903. Kimmy, give me the year he passed away within five. 1980? 1992 at the age of 89. Now, the Lawrence Welk show, I'm sure, can be found somewhere. It airs down here in Florida on a certain channel on Saturdays. In the late afternoon, early evening. Kimmy, what year did the final Lawrence Welk show air originally?
3: 1980.
4: 1982, started in 1951. Did the Lawrence Welk show air in your household? Mm-hmm. Did Kimmy watch the Lawrence Welk show, or did she run?
3: Um, I was exposed to it.
4: Okay, that didn't sound happy. No happy memories there. It was sort of like Hee-Haw. You were exposed to Hee-Haw, too. Uh, yeah. You know that must have been a great weekend when you think about it, because typically Lawrence Welk was Saturdays and hee-haw was Sundays. So you had a mm, yeah, you had hee-haw a was son- Saturday. Not in my market. It wasn't. Mm. Uh, I guess it wasn't yours. Okay, identify this next birthday person. Tell me how old he is. He's a former American reporter, news anchor. Kimmy, here is your audio clue.
3: I lose track, but I believe Mr. Donahue has just reeled off seven. Please correct me if I'm wrong seven pieces that Primetime Live has done. We have been on the air over four years. We have done over 250 pieces. Now, if your indictment is that over 250 pieces you can single out seven that you believe somehow were too popular, somehow too Mm lowbrow, then I plead guilty. Because the other 250 were pieces about gender discrimination in America, racial discrimination in America. Dr. Robert C. Gallo, who claimed falsely that he had discovered the AIDS virus when it was Luc Montagnier in France. Pieces about waste and fraud in government. But remember Bernie, when you point the finger at someone, three fingers are pointing back at you. I'm not here to denounce Mr. Donahue for the programs that some say are less than cathedral-like journalism. I'm here to tell you that television has never presented More accurate information to more people in the world, not just this country, than it is today. And if you think I came, like some of my brethren, to pour ashes and sackcloth over my head and say, Oh, we're so awful. I'm sorry I take this money. It's really beneath me. You're wrong.
4: He had attitude, and there is footage you can find, I'm sure, on YouTube where he would get in fights with people, including his camera crew. And uh, including government officials, Uh, some things that didn't make it on ABC News. He was also part of the ABC Morning News on Sunday with the roundup and commentaries, which Kimmy slept through and didn't didn't watch. Can you tell me who this person is, Kimmy? Nope. He was part of Primetime Live for a number of years. Nope. Sam Donaldson. You know who that is, don't you? Oh, yeah. Now, how old is Sam Donaldson within five years? 88. He's 83, so you Barely got that. That's Kimmy. See, by the way, for those who don't know, that's Kimmy's uh, go-to answer when she has no clue. Mm. It's like 88. I mean, it's, if she says 88, you know, that's a guess right there. It's like well it's a safety. You got you got it right there with that one. Okay. You're lucky. Okay, Trisha O'Neill. I won't ask you who that is. She's an actress. She is 72. She's done quite a bit of sci-fi work over the years and also uh, sci-fi oriented shows. She portrayed the first female starship captain of a starship of, let's see, Star Trek Next Generation in the episode Yesterday's Enterprise. And she was the Klingon Kurak in the episode Suspicions. And later she guest starred on Star Trek Deep Space Nine as a Cardassian. And she was also on Babylon 5 and A-Team. She did a couple of episodes of A-Team. That is Trisha O'Neill 72 today. This person having a birthday recording artist, American jazz vocalist, and conductor, Kimmy. He is a 10-time Grammy Award winner. Tell me who he is with this number one hit of his. Here's your audio clue.
0: Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry.
3: Be happy.
4: Kimmy, tell me who that is. I know that's one of your favorite songs of all time.
3: I don't recall the name.
4: Okay, it's Don't Worry, Be Happy. It was number well, I, I know the name of the song. I was trying to get to that. Kimmy, it was a number one song in the United States in 1988. One song of the year and record of the year, 1989 Grammys. That is Bobby McFerrin mm. having a birthday. How old is he, Kimmy, within five years? Fifty. Sixty-seven. Moving over to somebody else having a birthday today. This actress was part of this television series from 1977 to 1981. She is now retired. See if you can identify the TV show with this theme. I I I, I know you're good, but I think we could play this for 10,000 people and maybe only 2 would know it. Here is your theme. There's
2: a magic Sunrise smiles on everything around. It's a portrait of the happiness that we feel and always will. Oh, it is enough to fill our lives with love. Oh, we spend our days like bright and shiny new dawns
4: uh kimmy's nodding please stop stop the tune uh, i know it i can name that tune kimmy name the tv show
3: eight is enough
4: that i don't know how you figured that one out yes well, it, it
3: was is. right there in the lyrics. well I, I
4: i figured you would zone out and not pick it up i thought you'd actually be i thought she would be drooling as that was playing. going <laughs> okay yes uh you're right it is eight is enough she played on it susan richardson she played susan bradford she is 65 today And born on this date, 1952, Douglas Adams. He was an author of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. He died at the age of 49 in 2001. This next person, an actress. She is known for a couple of big things in your world, Kimmy, that you did watch. First thing she's known for is this TV show. See if you can identify the TV show. Tell us it the minute you know what it is. ER. That's right. She was on ER, and here's an audio clue of her. Tell me the name of her character that we're about to hear, and tell me the actress's name. Here is your audio clue.
0: Spoilers! Spoilers! Spoilers!
4: Spoilers! Spoilers! (sighs) Ah, Doctor, you and your secrets. You'll be the death of me. Name the character, Kimmy.
3: Uh, Dr. Elizabeth
4: something. Oh, you're trying to give me the name of the character from E.R. Okay. That's the, what you wanted, right? No, I wanted the character we were talking from about E.R. No, well, we were, I said she was part of two shows. What we just heard was from the other show. Right. Um, she, River, River Song. That's right. River Song from yeah. what show? From Doctor Who. Yeah, there we go. And she was on E.R. as Dr. Elizabeth Corday. Okay. And how old is this actress, which you have not named yet?
3: uh 56
4: she is 54 so you get it within five what's her name i forgot it's not coming to me alex kingston yes alex kingston okay next person having a birthday his name is terrence howard kimmy he is 48 tell me the movie that you saw him in i'm gonna give you the audio clue here tell me what what movie this is from okay You don't respect yourself, so I know you don't respect me.
5: I respect you. I'm just your babysitter, and so, you know, when you need your diaper change, thank you. Let me know, and
3: I'll get you a bottle, okay?
4: Okay, Kimmy, can you tell me the name of the movie? Iron Man. Yes, Iron Man 1. He was replaced in Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 3. Next person having a birthday, age 36 today, David Anders, an American television and stage actor, best known for his roles as Julian Sark on Alias and Adam Monroe on Heroes as John Gilbert in the TV series The Vampire Diaries and Dr. Whale on ABC's Once Upon a Time. I don't think you've seen any of those except maybe Alias, correct?
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
4: All right, moving over to another section of trivia for today. I see dead people. Notable deaths for today. 1931 saw the passing of F.W. Murnau. Can you tell me what he is known for? He was a film director, Kimmy. No. Mm -hmm. F.W. Murnau? mm hmm 1922 film. Nosferatu, that was his, and he moved to Hollywood in 1926, where he joined Fox Studio and made three films, Sunrise, 1927, which is considered by many to be a masterpiece, and then Four Devils, 1928, A City Girl, 1930. A week prior to the opening of the film Taboo, Murnau drove up the Pacific Coast Highway from Los Angeles, California, in a hired Rolls Royce. The driver was 14 years old. The driver crashed the car against an electric pole. Murnau hit his head and died in a hospital the next day in nearby Santa Barbara. That was right before the premiere of his last film. In July 2015, in the world of weird, Murnau's grave was broken into, the remains disturbed, and his skull removed by persons unknown. Kimmy, there was a movie in 2000 that's about F.W. Murnau and the making of the movie... Nosferatu. Can you tell me the name of that movie? Shadow
3: of the Vampire. Roll camera. Iris in. Begin.
1: It's been a fitful night, but you wake refreshed. What is that
3: beside you? It's a book about vampires.
0: Nosferatu. Director F.W. Murnau had an obsession to create the world's most realistic vampire movie. Meet Count Orlok overture to our symphony of horrors. he dug up an actor i'd like some makeup well you don't get him he didn't just play the part but you're not feeding no you're not drinking her blood he lived it what is the matter with you where did you find him really from Lionsgate Films and producer Nicolas Cage comes the haunting tale of the uncompromising.
4: You, you will have no close up now.
0: The unimaginable. Blood! Blood! And the undead. The Academy Award nominees John Malkovich. I will finish my picture. And Willem Dafoe. This is hardly your picture any longer. Shadow. Of the vampire.
4: How dare you destroy my photographer? Why
0: not the script girl? I'll eat her later.
4: Shadow of a vampire. Did you like that movie, Kimmy?
3: I remember the ending was like extremely disturbing.
4: I don't remember the ending at all. I really don't. I'm mm. serious. I, I don't remember the ending at all. I, I don't.
3: I think I've only i I've only watched it once.
4: We do own that. Oh, really? Yes, Shadow of a Vampire. I recommend seeing that. I think I liked it way back when. uh, Kimmy gives it a disturbing ending, okay? So just remember, disturbing ending, Kimmy. That's her comments. It was on this date, 1996. Vince Edwards died at the age of 67. American actor, director, and singer. He was best known for his TV role as Dr. Ben Casey and as Major Cliff Bricker in the 1968 war film The Devil's Brigade. 2010 saw the death of this actor and former football player. He's known for a certain television show that ran for a brief period of time, Kimmy. ran from November of 1981 to September of 1983 on NBC TV. See if you can identify the TV show. that look of confusion that I'm getting right now, I have, an, I, I have a feeling you have no clue, no idea what this is.
3: Well, that just sounds like a compilation of all kinds of crap.
4: Now, if you actually saw, <laughs> if we had a video right here of the opening, you'd understand that you're exactly right, because they tried to copy something. Okay. Didn't it sound a little bit like Little House on a Prairie? Yeah. And the opening looks like Little House on a Prairie in mm. a way, but it was called... Father Murphy, which is technically a spinoff of uh. Little House on the Prairie. Merlin Olson died on this date at the age of 69. He played farmer Jonathan Garvey on Little House on the Prairie and then left the series and started his own series, which we talked about. By the way, he played football, NFL football, for 15 years as a defensive tackle for the Los Angeles Rams. Also did commentary as well. I think you did a fantastic job, Kimmy. You got a choice of whatever you want, breakfast, lunch, dinner. you can You can decide that while you're thinking about that. I think we'll get ready to honor something, proving that we offer variety, honor something from Trivia here with the Golden Age of Radio. Radio Radio. Riley and Kimmy Show going back in time with the Golden Age of Radio. We were talking about Mary Shelley's novel being uh, published for the very first time on this date in history in 1818 frankenstein and i thought we'd go back in time to a fantastic radio production of frankenstein it's not audio lifted from the 1931 film at all this is full of ear candy full of special effects sound effects and it's just a great example of the golden age of radio here's frankenstein on the riley and kimmy show
1: Hello, Victor. Hello,
5: Mary. The Reverend Inn?
1: Out in the garden as usual. Do you want me to call him?
5: No, thanks. I'll go out.
1: Well, all right. Tell him not to get too dirty. We're supposed to play croquet with the McDonald's at five. I'll tell him. When's Elizabeth coming home?
5: Tomorrow or, or Tuesday, I think.
1: You both have to come over for dinner.
5: Love to, Mary. I'll
1: see you later.
2: Hi. <laughs> Oh, you're just in time to give me a hand. Phew. Now, these Indian summers, hot, too sticky.
5: James, i got to talk to you.
2: Well, of course. What, anything wrong? You know, you haven't looked too good for the past month or so. Something on your mind? Yes. Oh, well, then. Hey, let's go in the house. I'll get you a beer. We can talk.
5: No, 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 Not in the house. Do you mind if we walk?
2: Oh, of course not. Oh, wait a moment. I put my pipe over there. There we are. Might get some rain. Hope so. I won't have to play a croquet. Asinine game. James? Oh, look now, we're friends. You know you can speak to me. What's the matter? One of your patients died? You made a mistake, perhaps?
5: No, nothing like that. Perhaps it's worse. I'm not sure.
2: Has it anything to do with Elizabeth going away? In a way, yes. Oh. My favorite place. You know, Victor, I think of most of my sermons. Standing here, looking across the valley. Lovely, isn't it? Got a match. Oh, thanks. Listen, I've been
5: doing an experiment. It's very complicated. And I've almost finished. That's wonderful. I think I'm a little afraid of it. I don't know. I've tried to think it out myself. I can't find the answer. Go on. You believe in God, don't you? Oh, well, I mean, because I don't go to church, you don't think that I don't believe, do you?
2: I don't think that at all. You're a good man.
5: I want you to promise me something. You've got to promise that you'll never breathe a word of what I'm about to tell you.
2: You have my word.
5: You swear? I don't usually break my word. Oh, I'm sorry. Look, I... I've made something. It's tremendous. It's impossible. It's impossible. But i think i've done it and it goes against everything you believe james What? what have you done i've made a a thing i don't understand i put it together heart brain nerves muscle everything
2: i've done it now do you understand a complete body and you're upset because of that you think that you've done something wrong but you're a surgeon what you've done will help to save a life if you've learned more about the human body this experiment can't be wrong it can only do good
5: oh i shouldn't worry last night i made it move i'm not certain but i think i can give it life absolute life now do you see why i'm afraid i've created a man
2: I, uh, I'd i better call Mary. She'll be worried. All right, but... All right, I won't say anything. Hello. Mary? No, I'm with Victor. Now, listen, dear. I'm afraid we'll have to put off the McDonald's. Yes, I know. Well, Mary, I, I have something very important to discuss with Victor. It can't wait. Yes, dear. No, no, don't wait supper. I'll have something over here. Yes, I will. Goodbye.
5: You don't have to see this thing if you don't want to, James. Where is it? In my lab.
2: I had an addition built on. I'm the only one who has a key. I uh, don't say I believe what you've told me, but uh, how do you know you can make it live? I mean, is it anything more than galvanic action? You'll see. i lock it i always do is that the addition over there yes Hmm. dark
5: there aren't any windows it's better that way before i show you i want to explain this is what started it it was mostly an accident One of the kids brought in his dog. It had been run over, killed. He wouldn't believe it was dead. expected me to bring it back. I gave it a shot in the heart. And then another with this stuff. A compound I have fooled with for a long time. Yes? The dog came back to life.
2: Just for a moment. How do you know the dog was dead? It was. It had been for two hours. All that happened three years ago. You've been experimenting on things ever since? Yes. It's wrong. I don't know. No, it's wrong. You don't have to stay, James. What are you going to do? Try to bring it to life? I've got to. I've got to try. Then why did you come to me? I wanted to tell you. I had to tell someone. You're my friend. I'm a minister. I preach and believe in the word of God. Do you want to see it? No. No, I don't, but I must. I must.
5: it's not terrible to look at I've done a pretty good job on it but it isn't quite finished I'm not quite done with the face
2: Oh my. well no no Victor bury it let it be at peace don't do it even if you can and I can't imagine it possible don't 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 even try Do you realize what it would mean to me, to the world? Standing here with you, looking at that, it's easy to imagine anything. I don't want to. Put it to rest, Victor. Forget it. That's just it. I can't. Not
5: until I find out one way or the other. Watch.
2: What are you going to do?
5: I'm going to show you what happened last night.
2: I don't want to see I don't care
5: I know better
2: oh, listen to me Victor this this mustn't go on you've got to stop it not yet not until I find out does Elizabeth know what you're doing no why did you send her away I didn't want her here when I made the last test because you're ashamed you know it's wrong you know what she'd think
5: I'm not ashamed I think I'm a little frightened at the incredible greatness of what I've done it's bigger than anything since the world began
2: if it moves, if you prove your point to me, will you will you stop then? Will you destroy it? The formulas, whatever papers you have, destroy all of it, will you? I don't know. Hand me that hypodermic, will you?
5: No. All right. There.
2: If I say I believe you, Victor, if... You
5: don't have to be afraid of it. It couldn't hurt you, you know. There's only enough of this stuff to stimulate a small portion of its brain.
2: I'm not afraid of it. I'm afraid for us all.
5: I've never preached to you, Victor. It moved its left foot last night. Then the right. I'm going to try the arm now. Move the light over, please. Thanks. Watch carefully. Only takes a few seconds. Now. Its I know. That's the way it was yesterday. The movement only lasts for a moment, though.
2: That's all. I... I... I I don't know what to say. I, I don't even think I understand what I've seen, except that it's terrible. Because you don't understand, or because of what it means? I'm afraid, if you like. I'm afraid for you, for what you've done... Thing lying there, you've you've got no right. I won't allow oh, what's that? What? Listen.
5: Stethoscope. It's impossible. There wasn't enough
2: is bringing you Mr. Herbert Marshall in Frankenstein tonight's presentation in Radio's outstanding theater of thrills suspense
5: Yesterday, unless the drug's is cumulative, maybe that's it. His eyes are open. What are you going to do now?
2: Listen to his heart again. It's got to be destroyed. You've got to put an end to it. Shh. It's inhuman. Don't you see what you're doing? You can't give it a soul. Oh, no. you know? Can't give it. How do you know what I can give it?
5: I've given it life, haven't I? It sees. It breathes. Moves. Perhaps hears. Yes. Does it hear? Ha! Look. Did you see that? It blinked. The head jerked. It hears. It's aware of sound. Does it feel pain? Don't,
2: Victor. It's not an animal. You've formed it like a man. Give it the dignity of one. I won't let you do that to it. I've gone this far, James. Put down the scalpel. What are you going to prove by that? I think you
5: must be mad. I don't interfere with your work, James. Why? There's someone at the door. Yes. I think I'd better strap it down on the table.
2: You won't forget your promise, will you? I'm sorry I gave my word. I'm sorry you ever told me about this. I feel I'm as guilty as you are now.
1: took you so long. Hello, James.
2: uh, Hello, Elizabeth.
1: Darling, I tried to call from the station, but the line's out of order.
5: Oh, I'm sorry, dear. Did you have a nice time?
1: Lovely. Everybody sends their love. That's good. (laughs) What have you two been up to? How's Mary, James? Oh, very well, thank you. (laughs) What a fine pair of sober sides you are. What did you do, darling? Break one of my good dishes? I knew I shouldn't have left you alone. Well... What are we standing in the hall for? Let's go in the... Elizabeth,
2: I must be going. Mary will be wondering, particularly if the phone's out of order.
1: It's raining very hard. No, no, I'll be all right. You'll take an umbrella. There's one in the kitchen.
2: Are you going to tell her? No. You won't unstrap it from the table, will you? Not yet. All right, I'll try to come back later. I want to think... About what? You've changed since you came to see me this afternoon. You really don't care what I think now, do you? I suppose not. Thanks anyway, James. Are you going to let it live? That's funny from you. Have I the right to kill it? You've already done something you had no right to do. Something that you don't even understand. The creation of man isn't your job, it isn't mine. Oh, I know your bright scientific mind's laughing at me. Get the
1: umbrella, James. But I wish you'd wait until the storm blows over. No, I
2: I really must get back. Thank you, Elizabeth. I'll return it tomorrow. Uh, Goodbye.
1: Well, what's the matter with him? Have you been arguing religion again, Victor?
5: No, dear. Look, I'm doing a little work in the lab. It's rather important. Do you mind?
1: What is going on, Victor? There's something. No,
5: dear, nothing at all. There isn't.
1: I know there is. What's the matter?
5: Nothing, dear, really. I've got to get back to work now. Off the table. It broke the straps. It's just standing there looking at me. What do I do? Talk to it? What do I say? Can it understand I've done it? I've done it. It's almost perfect. Muscular control. Coordination. I wish I'd finished the face though. It must be terribly strong. That's odd. It's not over average size. Now what? Can you understand what I say? Do you feel any pain? Are you hungry? I'm a man like you. You are a man. Do you understand? This is a mirror, you can see yourself in it. Look. It's all right, it's all right. It's angry, but it doesn't show anger in its face. There's emotion though, it sees ugliness and is afraid. I'll have to get it back on the table, put it to sleep, that's the best way. Then use a stronger strap or chain The eyes, just staring. They seem watery. What a marvel it is, though. I want you to come over here and sit down. Do you hear me? Come here and sit down. Come here. No, don't touch that. No, stop it.
1: To you. Who broke the window? The window. Oh, Victor. What's the matter, dear? What's happened?
5: Did you see anyone?
1: No. Did someone break in?
5: Elizabeth, don't ask me any questions. Just do what I ask. Get your coat on. But why? I'm taking you over to the Gibsons. I want you to stay there.
1: Oh, why? Why? What is it? Oh, Victor, please. I
5: can't. I can't tell you about it now. You may have to stay there all night. Hurry, please.
2: We've got to call the police. No,
5: they'll shoot it. I don't want that. It's just frightened, that's all.
2: Oh, being a fool, Victor, do you realize what it means? That thing roaming about the country? What about the children, everybody in the village? I'm going to get the police. No, please, James. Give me a chance to find it first. Then what? You do a few more experiments, give it speech, perhaps, and it happens again? It's mine. I made it. I'm not thinking of that now. It's Mary and your wife. We don't even know where it is. If it wants to kill, how do you know where it will start? All right. Just give me an
5: hour. Let me try to find it before we call the police. If I do, I'll take it back
2: and destroy it myself. Do you give me your word? Yes. All right. I'll go with you. Thanks, James. I'll get my rifle. Do you have a gun? Yes. But I'm not going to use it, unless it... Yes, unless. That's why I'll take mine, Chambémont. It's getting dark. Where do you think it might have gone? It's hard to tell. It's afraid of thunder. It might be hiding in the barn. The old Hamilton place? Yeah. How are you going to capture it Have you thought of that? I brought along a hypodermic. You're not afraid anymore, are you? no that's strange because i am not of what it might do to me but because of the fact that i've seen it i i know it exists there's the barn if it's in there there's no way out the back way
5: it was boarded up wasn't it yes i'll go in wait out here will you no i'm coming with you no if it's in there if it tries to escape shoot it as it comes out don't take the chance it won't let you get near i'm going to try Thanks, James. I lied. I am afraid. And if it's in here, hiding, waiting for me. I am afraid. I should have destroyed it. James was right. What's the matter with this flashlight? Wet. Ah, that's better. What's that? In the corner. I won't hurt you. It's all right. I understand. I won't hurt you. Don't be frightened. It's going to be all right. You'll hardly feel this. It won't hurt.
2: not sure. I might have hit it. I don't know.
5: It's gone.
2: Yes, are you?
0: Victor. Victor. Oh, Victor.
2: He never recovered consciousness again. Outside, I looked for the thing I'd shot at. But there was no sign of it. I returned to the lab and burnt every paper, destroyed every single evidence of Victor Frankenstein's terrible experiment. But the result of that experiment has never been found. Nor have I been able yet to convince the authorities that such a thing ever existed.
4: If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow The Riley and Kimmy Show. We feature old-time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Some of them have old-time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about the Riley and Kimmy show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R-I-L-E-Y and Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y.com. If you friend, follow, and like us, We will friend and follow you back. Also, be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages for updates where the Riley and Kimmy Show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal-based. About pets and animals, too. We have a spinoff show called Animal Special. So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes.
2: The Riley
4: and Kimmy Show. Find archive podcasts
0: of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>